Welcome back to yet another exciting week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asias here with my high school sports editor, Brian Linder. Brian, we're nearing the end of February. How are you doing this week, man? I'm doing better. Let me tell you why, Nebby. Megan, who is our producer, just cut out of here, and I can now I can hear you. <laughs> I Megan, can hear we you can as hear well. him beautifully. <laughs> Absolutely. So I blame Megan, the producer. Uh, you guys can, I'll, we'll drop the email for her. You guys can yell at her or whatever, but she does a great job, but Hey man, we're back. You know, um, we're hanging in here. Got another week. We had a big week last week. Had Marquise Williams, one of the top players in the state for class of 2023 on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, got a lot happening, a lot popping off, man. How you been, Debbie? What's going on with you, man? All is well. Uh, we talked with Marquise like last week, like you mentioned, and it wasn't until after we got done speaking with Marquise that I realized his dad used to cut my hair when I was a kid, Tyshawn Williams. So it's a it's a small world. Um, yesterday was 2-22-2022 on a Tuesday, a real Tuesday. How about that? <laughs> so everything's going well. Um, I don't know when we're going to see another day like that again, but it's another exciting day because we get to talk about football, right? And football is year-round, so. Yeah, let's talk hooch for a minute. Mm-hmm. Change gears on just one second. Yeah. Yeah, you've been going to these games, man, and you've been seeing Anthony Smith. Yeah. All six foot seven, 250 pounds. I'm mean, going to Minnesota to play football. Mm-hmm. He came back. I mean, he could have went to Minnesota early. He came back to get his thousand points in high school basketball. He did that. And my my guy, Big Star, I give Big Star over all sports a shout out. Yeah. On a football podcast. He, he does some football too, but he's called a couple of these windmill dunks. You know, we had a couple on the website, Penn Live, that. You know, he let us use, and you saw him firsthand, man. What's that been like? He's put on a show a little bit for Shippensburg. No, I've been at Shippensburg's last three of their four games. I saw them before they went into the Mid-Pen tournament when they played Big Spring. I saw them, unfortunately, lose to Cedar Cliff in the Mid-Pen championship final. And I saw them redeem themselves in the District 3-5A opener against Octorera at home on Monday night. And man, they turned the tempo up. It was, you know, a bit slow start for Anthony and the Greyhounds in the beginning, but once he breaks open and he he gets in that open court, man, I mean, he's like you mentioned, he's windmilling dunks. He's he has the fans in the gym jumping out of their seats and he's just a presence in the paint that, you know, a, a, an entire defense collapses on and he can still muscle in and score or kick it out to the open shooter. You got a Jaden Statham, you got a Jeremy J.T. Thomas, you know, a bunch of hoopers on that team. So they, they got another game coming up this Thursday evening. Uh, tomorrow, actually, we're recording on a Wednesday and I think ship can go deep, man. Minnesota fans should be really excited because I don't think people understand, you know, it's, it's not a big of a deal for a six foot seven guy to dunk. Right. Okay. I mean, they're supposed to dunk. Right. But six foot seven guys who were built like him, who are mm-hmm. six foot seven to do the things he does and, and be able to take off like he takes off. Mm-hmm. That's rare athleticism. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, those guys who can out in the wing, who usually can get that running and, 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 and jump and dunk like that are, are, are not 250 pounds and, and, incredible hulks who are going to play defensive line and he runs the floor extremely well not to mention he's knocked down a couple threes in this postseason too you know a lot of people are like wow i didn't know he could do that to be as skilled as he is at the size and the position he plays and like you mentioned big star you know was talking about how basketball coaches division one basketball coaches should still be trying to recruit him despite the fact that he's committed to play football at minnesota so i think it'd be pretty interesting if he'd even go to minnesota and could be like a two-way athlete there yeah he signed up you know he really came into his own this year. I mean, last year he was a good player. He's always been a good player, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was a guy who could really change a game. And and this year he's been a guy who could change a game. Hey, Minnesota, you know, Golden Gophers might want to take him and let him get on the end of the bench for a year or two, maybe see what, what, what comes of him there in basketball too. We'll, we'll see yeah. about that. But, yeah. you know, Anthony was one of our top guys in the class 2022 in Pennsylvania. Like I said, last week we had one of the top 2023s. 
Bishop McDevitt running back Marquise Williams. Mm-hmm. And this week's a big week for us too, Penline, because we're updating our 2023 rankings, mm-hmm. you know, for college uh, college prospect rankings. And so we're looking at some of the top guys in the state because the page is turned, Nebby. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still some good 2022 guys out there, but a lot of those guys are signed up. Now we're looking at who are going to be those guys across the next year. We talked about some of them in the mid-pen, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about the state, right? They what? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want, let's dig into it, Brian. Uh, up first here today, we got Tamir Robinson, you know, one of the top linebackers in this 2022 class, like you mentioned, out of Brashear. I mean, how do you feel about Tamir? So, you know, if you haven't looked at our rankings yet, I'm going to encourage you to go look at our rankings on Penn Live. Uh, I won't tell you who's first, second, third, or whatever, mm-hmm. okay? But some of these guys we're talking about are going to be at the top of the list. Tamir Robinson's right at the top of the list. Absolutely. And here's why. Um, he's 6'3", 225, Nebby. Two mm-hmm. years ago, three years ago, he was a basketball player. Rashir got him to come out and play some football. He started out as a safety. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy can play linebacker. He can play safety. At 6'3", 225, he can play safety. Mm-hmm. You know, he can move up and play the end. They've been working. You know, we had two tenths, D. Brown on here. Right. Said, yeah, we've even been having the guy work out of end some. You know, he's that sort of transformer. Yeah. And he's versatile. He can fit into any kind of position and be a game changer on the field. And that's why he's one of the top prospects in the state for that class. That's why all the big colleges want him. He is coming off a knee injury last year. I believe it was a knee injury. Tamir, if it wasn't a knee injury, I apologize, but I'm fairly certain he had an injury of some sort. He's had a pretty good year. And uh, by all accounts, I think he's doing pretty well in rehab and getting ready for this year. It should be a big final year for him. But Tamir Robinson is going to be a guy. Folks, if you haven't looked at his film, go to Huddle and be watching for him across the next year. You're going to see his name a lot. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with everything you said, Brian. Like you mentioned, in addition, he's just a lengthy guy, right? He can cover almost any area on the football field, and he's just that versatile dude. So, you know, he's definitely one of the top guys for us to look out for. You rarely get a guy who can go out and cover a receiver, Mm -hmm. a really good receiver, can go play in the back end and be an eraser, Mm -hmm. who can move up the linebacker and go sideline to sideline or rush the passer or even go up the end. And rush the passer. He can pretty much play anywhere on the field. You need him. That is special. And that's something that I think a lot of schools and and people are looking for right now. Yeah, absolutely interchangeable. Up next here, Brian, we got Rodney Gallagher out of Laurel Highlands. We've talked about him a bit on this podcast here. He's a great receiver, probably one of the tops in this class. I mean, talk to me about Laurel Highlands, you know, to stand out receiver. He's a fun guy to watch, Nebby. A mm-hmm. lot of people have him at the top of their list for this mm-hmm. class in Pennsylvania. You know, at the very top, number one. He's at the top of our list. Again, I'm not going to spoil it and say who's one, two, three right now. Right. This, I encourage you guys to go look at PennLive.com. But Rodney Gallagher is super explosive, just a great athlete. He's a very good basketball player who could go play Division One basketball. But he announced on Twitter that he's going to focus on football. He's the best athlete on his team. Mm-hmm. And they put him at quarterback, and they snap in the ball. And he threw for over a thousand yards and he ran for over a thousand. A lot of times, especially with smaller schools, you do that. You take your best guy and just snap him the ball. Right. Get it in his hands every play. That's what Laurel Highlands is doing with him. So you have to project a little bit. Six foot 160. Looks like he's probably going to be a receiver. Guy has game breaking speed. Absolutely. You give him a seam, he's Mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, he's got offers from Penn State and all these big schools. Yeah, I agree. You know, again, just another athlete, right? You got to. A guy who used to play basketball, focusing on football here, threw, what, 12-plus touchdowns last season as a junior. So I'm excited to see what he's got going on coming into this class as one of the top athletes, hands down. We have another athlete up next that we're going to talk about here that we have spoke about a few times on this podcast, and that's why I'm missing his very own Javen Williams. 
Yeah, we had Javen on. Uh, Ross Tucker's texted me a few times about him during games and sent me highlights. And he's six five and he's three ten. And you know, he's a track athlete. He's a thrower. He's incredibly smart. Uh, good young man. We had him on here. But man, you know, and he's he's such a nice kid. Right. Then you turn on the film, and he is a bully out there. And, Absolutely. And you don't get guys who can move like him at that size. And like you know, I just always watch him pull out. You know, Wild Messing runs the ball a lot, and here he is pulling out in front of the run and just creaming guys. Mm-hmm. And he's not really slowing down. Right. He's taking one guy, throwing him over here, and he's mm-hmm. going to the next guy to throw him over there. And and that's how Wyoming Missing gets the state title games. And that's why, you know, he's a Penn State commit. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when we first had Javen come on this podcast here, you know, and he was so excited to get that first offer from University of Pittsburgh and to see that he's now finally made his decision a few weeks after the football season. But not to mention, when I look at Javen's film, I'm reminded of the movie The Blind Side. You know, he reminds me of Michael Orr's just motor and relentless drive. And so Javen has yet another season to play with uh, Wyoming Missing. And I think he's going to take them very far again, like he did this past season. Switching gears here a bit, Brian, we got Phil Piccolotti. Excuse me if I... Pichotti? Pichotti. Pichotti. I believe I'm saying it right because I right. asked him. It's Pichotti, I P- think. Okay. We're going to have him on this podcast. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm from South Carolina. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it sounds very Italian. But yeah, Phil Pichotti, we got him out of Penridge High School, uh, one of the top linebackers in this class. Talk to me about Phil. So I think what we'll do is, is let's, let's group a couple linebackers together here, mm-hmm. okay? Because you have a really, really good linebacker class. Right. There's Phil Pichotti at Penn Ridge, 6'3", mm-hmm. 225. You go up, you look. We got J- Josiah Trotter from mm-hmm. St. Joe's Preps. People know that name. That's Jeremiah Trotter's son. Played for the Eagles. Right. His brother, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., is now at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6'2", 220 guy from St. Joe's Prep. Samaj Bridgman. You know, he's a 6'2", 220-pound kid from Archbishop Wood. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. he's been 6'2", 220 since he was a freshman. But he's an extremely athletic guy he's built well and he can play in the middle he can come off the edge those three are going to be up near the top of our rankings they are really really nice linebacker prospects guys who i think can really help change a defense mm-hmm. and Pashadi is uh you know he's going to be near the top he's been a riser josiah samaj have kind of always been at the top mm-hmm. phil's a guy over the last year two years maybe I mean, he was all PA pick for us last year. He had 144 tackles. Mm-hmm. Really excellent athlete. Great frame. Like I said, 6'3", 225. Be watching out for that name, guys. He he is in the discussion for maybe top player in the state. Actually, he should be in the discussion. He's probably not discussed enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, he had, what, 140-plus tackles on the season as well as a junior. So he's definitely a name that's going to be around for a while. But transitioning here we're going to talk about another powerhouse i believe in the state of pennsylvania we talk about guys from the school a lot we got ramir stewart right out of uh, emotep charter high school in philly ramir stewart is uh he you know you can get good safeties and there's good safeties in this class right you rarely get a guy at safety who can really be an eraser mm-hmm. and as a freshman he came into emotep and they had three four five guys in that secondary at the time who went on to play college football or are going on to play college football. And they had to find a way to get him in the lineup. He was that good as a freshman. Mm-hmm. He's long been the number one player in our class. Again, I'm not spo- giving the spoilers out for this time, but he is an excellent, excellent safety. Six foot, 195. Can, he covers ground, Nebby, do a lot of things. And he's been playing with some of the best defensive backs in the state his entire high school career. Absolutely. And like you mentioned, he has a lot of speed. He's just one of those athletes who, you know, see ball, hit ball. He's right there on the field everywhere, wherever you need him at. 
moving on here, we got another athlete from a very good school we've talked about a few times. Exeter Township's Joey Schlafer, who plays tight end. Joey, uh, 6'6", 210-pounder. He's another guy who really started to come onto the radar going into last season, I think. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with his size, his ability to run, catch, make plays. Uh, he's a Penn State commit. He's a guy I think Penn State people are really going to like as far as a guy who has that potential to create some mismatches, particularly in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree with everything you said, Brian. And Exeter's offense, you know, if they got the same core group coming back, he can really thrive there. And he, he's, he's been pivotal all year last year. So I'm excited to see what he's got going on this season. Another guy we spoke with on this podcast here, we got Chartier Valley's very own Lamont Payne, one of the most humble beasted corners, I believe, in the state of Pennsylvania. 6-1-173, and mm-hmm. he's another guy we had, uh, D. Brown from Two Temps, mm-hmm. speaking agility on here. And again, guys, you know, D. Brown is a guy who trained up some of the best guys out in Western PA. Routinely, he has them in there, you know. Uh, Aaron Donald's one of his guys, mm-hmm. and he spoke very highly of Lamont Payne. The film speaks very highly of Lamont Payne because right. he's 6-1, 172 pounds. He's a physical corner with good size who can come up and hit you. He can put his hands on guys. He's, he's really excellent with his hands. Absolutely. Got some length to him. He can run and cover, and he's physical. He's a mm-hmm. guy who we talk about, again, we talk about erasers in the secondary. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who can kind of do it all. And uh, I think that was an underrated get for Penn State. Huge upside on that guy. Absolutely. And I just remember having him here on this podcast. And, you know, his, his film speaks volumes to the type of player he is on the field. But when you talk to him, he's just one of those you know, very shy yet um, humble guy. So I'm excited to see him transition into that, you know, collegiate uh, performer that he's bound to be at Penn State. Again, we have another top powerhouse school that we talk about often here on this podcast, and that's St. Joe's Prep's very own James Hurd Jr. So talk to me about him a bit. He's a guy, I believe he transferred in last year uh, from, I believe he's in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 6'2", 220. Uh, he's he's going to play on the edge at the next level. He had 10 and a half sacks last year. He's a guy, I mean, these guys who can play on the edge, he can get, he's got that quick first step so he can get off the edge, got some explosiveness about him. He can rush the passer. Mm. Pass rushers get paid, my man, man. Pass rushers are, 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 you know, big time. And I think he has a really has a chance to be the top pass rusher in this class out of PA. Yeah, absolutely. You know, with 10 and a half sacks, I think that's just undoubtedly, you know, something that everyone's going to look forward to. And we talk about linebackers and DNs a lot out of this class, right? But we also have a lot of good receivers in this class and some guys who are very notable and worth mentioning. And up next, we have Dallas Town's Kenny Johnson, who's a 6'2", 190 guy. So talk to me about him a bit. I don't think he's getting enough credit from people. Like, I know people know who Kenny Johnson is. They know what kind of a player he is. Mm -hmm. And they know he's an excellent prospect. And like I said, a lot of people have Rodney Gallagher up there as maybe the top player in the state, as the top receiver. Mm Mm-hmm. Kenny Johnson probably should be in that discussion. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not quite as explosive as, as Rodney is, but he can run. He's a little bit bigger. He's 6'2", 190, and he'll go get the ball. You know, he's a guy, throw it up, and he'll go, he'll track it, and he'll bring it down. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really excellent player. Uh, somebody's going to be a really good wide receiver in Kenny Johnson. Yeah. And we have another athlete that we're going to talk about here who's, uh, you know, not really listed as a, at a specific position because he's so interchangeable. And that's Washington High School's Devon Fuse. He's another guy I know has been training with Two Tents. You're not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> two Tents isn't a sponsor, but, uh, you know, they just have an excellent group of athletes that train together up there. 
Now, Val Fuss is a guy who's probably not talked about enough. In fact, he isn't talked about enough at 6'5", 200 pounds. You turn on the film, he's running, hurdling guys. They're lining them up at quarterback and all over the place. At that, you know, that size and that frame, you know, linebacker, defensive end, who knows what he's going to grow into. Could it be a huge receiver? Could it be a tight end? Mm-hmm. Super athletic. You know, he's on the 4 by 400 team. I think he plays hoops. He's starting to get more attention now in, in recruiting circles, but that's a name to watch over the next coming year because I think he has a chance to blow up. Yeah, definitely. I would agree. And, you know, moving on here, we talk about Archbishop Wood a bit. We talk about Emotet, but we're going to talk about another Archbishop Wood kid, and that's on the offensive side. We're going to talk about Marcus Dixon from Archbishop Wood, a tight end. I mean, give me the Dixon file. What's what's the 411 <laughs> on him? He is just an athletic guy. He's 6'5", 230. Mm-hmm. He's got the frame. He can run. He can jump. He's another guy that used to play basketball. You like those tight ends who play basketball. They know how to get the body positioning. And, and so he's he's an intriguing guy because he didn't have a lot on film mm-hmm. until last year. The big schools are on board, and he's a guy that's going to be – I don't think he's quite Joey Schlaffer or, or Schlaffer from um, Exeter. But then again, the upside on him is just tremendous. So maybe he is. And, and shout out to the Philadelphia schools because they don't really get as much coverage as they possibly should. But we're talking about a lot of Philly schools here. And the next two kids we're going to talk about. Philly is loaded, my man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Basketball and football, especially football. But we're going to talk about, you know, a standout kid from Roman Catholic. We got a DN and Jamil Lyons. Give me his file. Oh, man, we've had him all over the board. Tight end, defensive end, you know. Mm-hmm. He's another guy that's just a really interesting athlete. 6'5", 245, and athletic. You know, I don't know if he's going to be a tight end. I don't know if he, I think he's going to be a defensive end. We're ranking him this time around as a defensive end. But when you can get a guy that size, that frame, who's athletic like him, you take him. Uh, he's going to be another name to remember. Absolutely. And again, staying on that Philly track, we got Keon Wright right outside of Sheltonham, who plays defensive end. Yep. Uh, so he was at Northeast the past few years. I mean, not Sheltonham. He's a really good pass rusher. Those kids at Northeast... Um, a lot of them started out young working with Deion Barnes. I don't know how much Keon got to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's not Penn State, Deion Barnes. But I do know he's an excellent pass rusher. And again, at 6'3", 230, pass rushers, schools are looking for him every day. He's already got some big-time offers. And he's a guy I think is just going to be – you look at his film, it's quick off the ball, and he gets to the quarterback. And so he's going to be a big-time name. When you can do those two things and you're 6'3", 230, you know, people are going to talk about you. Absolutely. And we're going to segue here a bit into a bit more of the, the local competition we have here, and that's Mid-Penn's very own two McDevitt standouts. Let's focus on Marquise Williams first, who we had the pleasure of speaking with last week, the standout running back. Yeah, for people who haven't seen, I mean, he's he's a kid that he came in as a freshman, Nebby. They were comparing him to LaShawn McCoy. Those are big kind of shoes to kind of big spotlight to put on any kid, a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Had a great freshman year, a little bit of a down sophomore year. He got banged up a little bit, COVID mm-hmm. shortened season. Great year last year. Almost 2,000 yards playing a lot of half games to help them right. get to the state championship. He's a quick guy, great vision, doesn't really lose acceleration on that cut. And so I think he, you know, he's got some good offers, and I think he's going to continue to be uh, you know, at the top of our running back boards throughout the year. Absolutely. Marquise Williams is just a stud, and we're going to talk about another one of uh, Coach Jeff Wechter's standout guys, and that's Riley Robel. And before we dig into Riley Robel, I got a chance to go out and see some wrestling over the past weekend. And Riley Robel pinned a kid in eight seconds on the wrestling mat for the, you know, the championship win. So let's talk about him and how big he's been for this program. He's a grizzly bear, right? Yeah. I mean, he's strong. He's 6'3", he's 280. You know, it was two years ago, he's playing linebacker. He's like 240. He's bulked up. Those wrestlers have a different mentality. So he's got that grit. 
and he was highly productive. He had six and a half sacks, 84 tackles, helping him get to the 4A state title game. He's got a few good Division One offers. I think Pitt may have been one of them. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong there. I think maybe Kent State, too. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy over the next year or so, I think you're, people are going to be hearing a lot about. Absolutely. And I feel like he's a bit ahead of his time. The kid is just fearless, and he gives you all he got, whether it be on the wrestling mat, whether it be on the football field. He's just thoroughly immersed in everything that he does. We're going to transition back to Philly a little bit real quick here and talk about Roman Catholics, Austin Ramsey, um, 6'7", 360-pound kid. You don't see that often in high school. They call him House, mm. okay? <laughs> and he is big as a house. Mm. And, and, you know, no knock against uh, him. Usually when we get guys this size, Nebby, mm-hmm. we, we actually, you know, we like these guys, these big, huge guys in the offensive line. The guys this size in high school usually don't get ranked, especially not this high, simply because they're not put together like this kid. Right. And so when you see a kid this huge and you turn on the film, he's gifted. He's got great feet. He moves so well for a kid this size. He's just, it's going to be fun to see how this turns out. He's got a lot of big school offers mm-hmm. because they're seeing the same thing. You know, he's different. He's just different. And so when you see a kid who's different, you take a shot on him, you figure it out. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, how things turn out for him. It's one thing to be a very tall kid at a young age and adjusting to your height. It's, it's almost like watching a baby giraffe born, right? They're, they're wobbling on their legs. They can't really, they, it takes them some time to adjust to their height. But to have that height and that weight at the same time, to be able to maneuver the way that he does. I mean, this next kid we're about to talk about is a beast as well with the same type of height and almost the same weight. And that's Dowington West Cooper Young, who's a guard, 6'5", 300 pounds. Yeah, he's a really good athlete. Uh, he's been playing on a really good offensive line. Drew Shelton came out of there. He's a Penn State signee. He's got some some good offers, and uh, he's another name that you know I think people will want to watch and and just to see how he develops. He's at the top of our offensive line board, you know, over the coming year. Absolutely, we got a couple more guys here, Brian. We're going to transition over to Wilson a bit and talk about Cameron Jones, who's listed as an athlete at five eleven, one hundred eighty five pounds. Give us his file. Let's package him with Joaquin Page, who we're also going to have up here, Cathedral mm-hmm. Prep guy. Both of them are sort of similar. You know, Cathedral, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Joaquin Page is 5'11", 175. Right. They're both very explosive. I think Cameron's a little faster, mm-hmm. and he did everything for Wilson. He mm-hmm. was a running back. He was a receiver. He was a corner, and they lined up with a quarterback sometimes because he was their best athlete. Right. And probably the most dangerous kick returner in their state. I don't know where he's going to end up. We're going to rank him as an athlete. He's a guy who can make plays anywhere you put him and mm-hmm. game-changing type plays, right? Absolutely. And Joaquin Page is the same way. Um, mm-hmm. Joaquin Page went viral last year because he was playing safety, and he came up and a quarter, you know, he kind of came on a blitz, and he read it, and the quarterback had a little pitch, um, like a sweep to a running back, and he intercepted the pitch in the backfield and took it to the house, you know, full steam ahead. He didn't, you know, no, full stride, um, didn't skip a beat. So both of those kids – are sort of similar. I think Jones is a little more athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them probably uh, a little little more explosive. I mean, both of them probably haven't gotten the talk that they deserve, but I like both of them. Intercepting a pitch in the backfield from the safety position, that's some All-American type stuff right there. <laughs> For those who watch this, yeah, the show All-American on CW15, that's some Spencer James stuff right there. But uh, moving on here, Brian, we got uh, another great kid, a beast out of Alicupa. He's a cornerback, 6'1", 165 pounds. And that's Donovan Walker. I mean, talk to me about Walker a bit. I mean, he's a name we've talked about here on this podcast a few times. Let's combo some guys here, too. Um, you cool. know, we could go all day. We mm-hmm. ranked over 270 kids this time around. 
Typically, by the time they get to be seniors, we have a 400 on that list of guys who we legitimately, whether it's the guy who's 380 or a guy who's number one, we think they're going to play college football at some level. We're going to close it out here today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to go through all 270, but we got three corners right. that, that we have left. And we've already you know, had Lamont Payne. Mm-hmm. There's Donovan Walker. Mm-hmm. Donovan Walker is actually playing safety a lot for Aliquippa, mm-hmm. but he's 6'1", he's 165. We got Amir Jones from Harrisburg, 6'1", 185. Mm-hmm. Sean Battle from Newman Gretty's 5'11", 175. Battle has kind of always been in this class, maybe up mm-hmm. near the top. Amir Jones is a guy who sort of came out of nowhere for uh, Harrisburg last year. And Donovan Walker is a guy who's kind of always been on the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think he gets the respect maybe he he deserves. But it's, you know, 6'1", 165. He's very athletic. He can play that safety. But he can also come up and play corner. He can run and cover. Guys that size are, are valuable. Um, Amir Jones is more of your physical, I think, corner, mm-hmm. a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Like him a lot, too. And the Sean Battle is just a superb athlete. Right there is four corners who are going to be up near the top of our rankings who can help change a defense. Absolutely. And like you said, Brian, it's hard to pinpoint and put one person on, on top of the other. These are just the rankings we have in no specific order. And we're going to continue to provide, you know, you football fans with this coverage each and every single week. Class of 2023 has some some great guys on the offensive end, on the defensive end. And like you mentioned, we can talk about them all day long. But today we decided to highlight a few of the top prospects from that class. Go read about them. See who, see who <laughs> finished where in our rankings this time around and um, be sure to give us feedback. Absolutely. Brian, that's our, our 2023 class, uh, the top prospects out of that class. For those listening, be sure to continue to go to penlive.com and subscribe for all of our exclusive content and follow Brian on Twitter at Sports by B. Linder. He's always dropping all the top kids, uh, their commitments each week, whether it be Alex Irby, whether it be another top kid from the state of Pennsylvania uh, claiming their offers. Just be sure to be on the lookout for that stuff as we highlight and continue to move on with this podcast. 